Bye to the haters, they all wanna stay basic You winning everything you do, that's why they hate it They know that you the queen beat and a boss bitch If you on the losing team, go ahead, make the switch Don't act broke, I'll be a floozy, stay tight And make sure you get what you want out of life Girl Speaks Truth with Gemma Stone Hey guys, Gemma Stone with Girl Speaks Truth coming at you loud and proud with this week's episode of the podcast all about status symbols and what they say about you. Yes, bitch, I am talking to all y'alls. As we've talked about before, image is obviously a pretty important topic and thing to make sure that you portray correctly in today's day and age of social media Donald Trump should show them. Um, Most people, whether they're going to admit to it or not, judge people solely by their appearance or image, okay? It's nothing to be ashamed of, but for some reason, people try to hide it. I don't understand it. Just be upfront. It's obvious. Don't let the elephant in the room rape you in the closet. I mean, just acknowledge it, own it, move on. But not every girl speaks truth, if you know what I mean. On the contrary to popular belief or popular projected belief, what people say they believe, I think, and I think that it's pretty smart of me to think this, that judging a book by its cover is actually the smartest, most efficient way to live. Whoever doesn't actually judge a book by its cover needs to go reassess their vision and brain, get a brain scan, okay? Maybe you have a tumor, Would you buy a magazine or a book or a freaking postcard if it had a bunch of fat, lazy people with acne dressed in clothes from Old Navy on the cover of it? I seriously hope not. Otherwise, if you are, immediately turn off this podcast and go listen to something else. PBR. PBR, that's Babs Blue Ribbon. You know, NPR. You got, you knew what I meant, right? Hopefully. If we're on that kind of level, if you knew what I meant, turn, crank this bitch up because this, this is the podcast for you. Okay. Um, similar to stereotypes, which by the way, is how everyone views the world, regardless of what they want you to believe about them. Um, status symbols actually convey a lot about a person in a very short amount of time, which leads back to the whole efficiency thing. The distinction between a status symbol and just a pricey random object is that a status symbol is not always about anything in particular. You can't boil it down to why it's expensive based on its style or the quality, the high quality of it or where it's made, etc. Certain objects throughout time have obtained a degree of prestige that is completely baffling almost, but it's also powerful because people just spend hundreds of or thousands of dollars on said object just because, just because everyone else is like, oh my God, you have that item. You have fucking made it girl. Like, why does do you, probably you, you and all, all y'alls, why did you and everyone I know, you know, everyone knows, buy Burberry raincoats? Like, why not buy a Tom Ford raincoat or a Chanel raincoat? Why, why do they not have the level of prestige as a, as a Burberry raincoat? Because if you have that, those plaid 
cufflets and you know you got the whole look going on and it's obviously branded Burberry you got it people are like wow you must really have money they give you more respect in stores at Starbucks you name it um those two inches of plaid Burberry plaid around your wrist are absolutely like game changing and people automatically just assume that you are shielding the rain from your wristlets in style, which is crazy to me. Um, I, I just, I, it baffles me because I don't even really like Burberry raincoats yet. They somehow managed to take up more of my time speaking in conversations or whatever than anything else. And I feel like a lot of other brands, like a Celine raincoat, probably the best raincoat there is, but nobody talks about it. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody creates that into a status symbol because it's not branded into one. Yeah, feel me? Rant over. Three, two, one, let's go. So obviously, if we're talking about status symbols, we're going to be talking about some bougie shit. Um, so let's just go ahead and get right into the whole topic of country clubs. Um, not the biggest fan personally, but they have been a staple, I guess, of America or genteel living for quite some time against all odds pretty much because they're kind of to me they come across as a little bit racist you know I just get a little bit of a racist taste in my mouth when I walk into one not that I do often in fact I probably haven't been in one since junior high for that exact reason ever since slavery was abolished apparently there's been very few ways in or legal ways I should say for rich white people to rich white old people to show how much better they are than everyone else and it's kind of sickening but while you know most of the people back in the day we beat England and we're like celebrating as Americans but while some people the normal people the majority of people rejoiced in the land of liberty and peace for all and justice yada yada white Republicans slash racists or something or other stayed one step ahead of the game and decided to try to outsmart everybody with their great new idea of showing how much better they were than their peers or neighbors, fellow citizens. They needed a way to preserve the timeless tradition of old wrinkled white people only interacting with other old wrinkled white people and occasionally pepper in a, you know, ethnic servant here and there. And that's when country clubs, voila, were invented. I could see as a female, as a, as a, as a cool bitch in this day and age, the country club arena would mainly serve possibly as a dating resource or somewhere that you can meet um, eligible sugar daddies. Everyone at a country club, when you go there, is already kind of almost have like a stamp of approval by all the families that attend this country club or know, even know of it, as well as a large board of directors, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like they've been signed off and authorized. You are an actual white rich person. Congratulations. Um, yeah, maybe there's an added bonus of the fact that they, you know, have great teeth because they're rich and they could pay for some veneers or they look really hot in a polo playing cricket or whatever but uh it's not really I, I it's it's a eh, you gotta weigh pros and cons it's kind of like an adult version of your fraternity or sorority from college if you were n1 where they kind of tone down the hazing and the only hazing you have to actually endure is wheeling your grandpa 
to the breakfast buffet and making sure he gets prime real estate. Uh, Belonging to an elite country club is, in my mind, our parents' way of saying we're better than everyone who isn't a member and most of the members who are members. And it kind of gives them a place to, I guess, fluff their feathers or boast or, you know, what's that? It's like fluff up their feathers and not a fluffer, but show off peacock, if you will. Okay. It gives them a place to show off their accomplished, question mark, hopefully financially dependent children. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, uh, dad's, you know, your dad's golf skills or his business finesse, entrepreneurial spirit, if you will, and your mom's Botox slash tummy tuck combo that she got at Total Med Spa for a Groupon price of X amount that she never discloses. If you have a certain amount of wealth, it's kind of almost weird if you don't belong to one, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not condemning you if you're a rich person and you were like born into that area. Go by all means, work it, girl. Join that country club, okay? Um, keep it classy though. Understand where you're at and the limitations of it. Maybe make a guest appearance every now and then. I wouldn't hang out there every single chance you get. Um, because you're only going to meet a very set in their ways group of people. And, but on the plus side, it is the one place in the entire world, maybe definitely the U S where it is socially acceptable to party your balls off or your labias off in a squirt. Just remember, as always be classy, keep it classy or be elite if you're in that role and just go ahead and join the fucking country club. But again, maybe don't. What's up with it? So a lot of people seem to desire certain quote-unquote status symbols that really aren't in any way, shape, or form economically or practically rational or logical. You want people to, based on the things that you own and wear out in public, etc., you want them to draw the conclusion that you aren't so dumb and rash with your money that you have no idea how to spend it and buy extremely horrible bad idea purchases constantly, right? You don't want that. Um, you don't want people to think that you just lucked into money and then, oh, boo, boo, I just won the lottery. I'm going to go buy a Lisa Frank backpack or whatever, you know, the insert status symbol that you think is of the moment here. You want people to think that you have plenty of money, that you've always had plenty of money, and that you have enough cultural savvy awareness to own and know to own the right things. So think about this for a hot second the next time you are about to grab your credit card and go shopping for status symbols. Okay? Um, when it comes to materialism in general, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend the concept here and here's why in life there are so many symbols that kind of clue people in to the level of classiness that those around us have you know the french have hermes um you know gay guys have our gay besties have black phoenix and basic bitches will never have plans this weekend um, but status symbols like morals are relative. Let's take this scenario for example. Um, you ask for something entirely reasonable and 
you know, a per- the perfect quintessential gift, like, I don't know, a Chanel bag, and your partner responds something along the lines of, I don't care what everyone else has, go, why don't you go tell a starving African orphan how badly you need another purse? No way in hell. But here's the thing. This response can easily be refuted with scientific statistical evidence that is completely verifiable via psychology analysis. Just use a lot of big words and it always sounds good. Um, Because any smart bitch is well aware and conscientious of the whole African orphan starvation situation that's going on. You know, we've all heard about it on TV, maybe attended a charity event here and there, and maybe some of us even have taken copious notes regarding their dieting success and their enviable thin slim limbs, okay? Just kidding, you guys. Come on. It's a joke. Relax. But the reason that we as women or anyone shouldn't compare ourselves to these unfortunate, tragic, you know, pop people is because they're not relevant when it comes to our decision on a picking a purse people no matter what class economic class they're in uh, only should compare themselves to their immediate peers they do that you do that subconsciously anyways you, you don't compare yourself to people outside your reference group to put it in layman's terms having a chanel bag is as important to you as having a six pack of shiner is to the hobo that lives outside your apartment, okay? Without your Chanel bag, you might as well be starving. Without the homeless man's beer, he might as well be dead or <laughs> even worse off. And if a homeless guy carries around a six-pack of beer in the local popular alleyway, he's going to be the king of the kingdom and everyone's going to be barking up his door and treating him like, oh my God, that's his status symbol. If you're walking around your, you know, local hangout bar, happy hour with a Chanel bag, you're going to have that same effect. But if you were to swap the two and give you a six pack of beer and him a Chanel bag, unless he was aware of the monetary potential value of said bag, nobody's going to give a flying hoot nanny what he's carrying. They just see it as, oh, okay, you're carrying around your uh, loose change in that now. Cool. You look like a weirdo you are going to get the response of why are you bringing a six pack of beer to a bar? Are you that poor? So it all is, you have to put it all in perspective and have a reference point that is relevant. Otherwise it doesn't matter. Uh, The fact that, you know, you have a lot of money in comparison to a, you know, tsunami victim in middle Asia is just about as important in the grand scheme of things as, uh, you know, the existence of a 20% off weekend at Saks is to the same homeless guy. As a, as a cool bitch, it's kind of imperative that you should only be interested and know about and pursuing the status symbols that are of the highest value, obviously. Subtle, high-class, trend-setting status symbols are what you should be all about, Okay. That's why when you see some other bitch prancing around with her latest Kathy Von Zeeland baguette bag that's powder blue and has an amazing like snake skin sheen to it, 
you're not going to be envious of that. You're definitely not going to be envious of that. But uh, you might you might go over and give her a hug or a pointer or send her a DM. I don't know. You're going to feel sorry for her versus be jealous because you know what status symbols should be about for you. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about trying too hard and caring too much. Where is the, um, what's the guideline for it? As with everything in life, there are going to be a few exceptions to keep in mind. There are exceptions to the rule, and especially when it comes to judging others based on material things they own and display. We all know it's disturbing and off-putting when people are flashy, overly flashy with their brand names or what brands they're wearing. And they confuse this, having this item with actually having status that matters. But on the other hand, even if you are the epitome of a trendy fashionista, oh my God, the manner and how you go about judging others can actually give away the fact that you are yourself insecure if that's the case. We all know that insecure, bougie, pretend, faux bougie girl who doesn't wear um, the same, if you're wearing winter white today, I cannot wear cream, okay? She's super particular about stupid details within her friend group that don't actually matter. Go with the flow, sister. Um, She gets her own private room or suite on any vacation that you guys take as a girl's collective group because she wants to be one up. She wants to one up everybody or whatever her reasoning is insecurities, duh. Um, or she refuses to attend your birthday dinner because the venue you chose didn't have enough great reviews or it wasn't highly acclaimed enough throughout the city. I might joke about things like this in, in different episodes and just in general. And I do talk a whole lot of shit, pretty much everyone though. Um, but I do it for the love of fun and for entertaining purposes and just to get the words out there. laugh about it it's fine but don't make your life all about appearing as a status symbol icon Jesus that sounds awful at the end of the day I don't seriously give a fuck about a status symbol it's not normal when your elitism ass attitude impacts your social life to the point where nobody wants to hang out with you it's a negative situation and no matter how many private planes daddy-o has nobody's riding on it with you but the the crew It basically indicates that you are personally defined by money and only money and it affects you on such a profound level that it pretty much renders you unable to be able to relate to other people. Big problemo. If you can't relate to others, then it's pretty much impossible to manipulate these people into doing what you need them to do in your life and you're probably going to fail at most anything that you do in this world that you can't outright cha-ching pony up the cash for, especially when it comes to relationships, both romantic and just with your peers. The one thing that money can't buy me live, it cannot buy you genuine affection from other people. You might temporarily slap a bandaid on it. They might go out on it to, if you're buying drinks with you and it, pretend like you're their, their friend. But at the end of the day, they don't genuinely have a friendship with you because you don't know how to build relationships because you're so wrapped up in status. You'll know that you've become this bitch when you have more Birkins in your closet than Facebook 
birthday wall post on your birthday. Ouch. That is always a sad, sad day. At the end of the day, always remember that the goal in order to be a cool bitch and live life the fun, effortless way is to be put together in in a manner that appears to be just fluid, just nonchalant, go with the flow. You're you're relaxed, you can adjust, you're flexible, etc. Appearing to try too hard or care too much about anything for the most part, maybe your kid's fine, um, but it detracts from your overall image, no matter how cool and trendy you keep spouting off that you are to everyone. Cultivating and creating this like aura of cool girl ease is, ju- is equally important as what you own and how you show it. Okay. You can, they go hand in hand. You can be cool and not have amazing expensive items, but you can't be just have amazing items and be cool automatically. They don't, it doesn't work like that. Um, it's a partnership just because your Charlotte Tillsbury bronzer was $85 at Nordstrom doesn't mean that we all need to see and hear more about it. Murder, murder, murder. Well, as usual, ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap. And I hope that you had as much fun hearing me warble on as I did talking to you. It's pretty fucking therapeutic. Anywho, um, make sure you follow me on Instagram. I'm slowly gaining momentum. And I feel like I've been posting some, what I think at least, and hopefully you share my sense of humor, funny ass posts, etc. That'll make you smile. And I ain't trying to sell you anything. I'm just doing this for pure shits and giggles. Feel free to also shoot me an email or leave me a message if you, if you have Anchor, a voice message telling me just any anything you want. Feedback, insults, hurl insults at me, curse at me, send me money. I don't care. Say, talk about what you want to hear next. I'm always open and ready to go, go, go for the most part. Um, but my email is Gemma, J-E-M-M-A at girlspeakstruth.com. Hopefully you know how to spell girl speaks truth. If not, eh, you might not be able to write an email either. Um, anyways, I will see you guys next episode where we are going to talk all about social media and this day and age and how it's overtaking the world and basically how you avoid looking like shit online in your digital footprint. It'll be a good old time. See you bitches then. Goodbye to the haters. I ain't got time to save you while you're running your mouth. She getting paper. Till next time, we gon' see you later. Three rules. Don't be a floozy. Don't act broke. Don't look busted. Now you getting what you want. You the cool girl and they all disgusted. Girl speaks truth with Gemma Stone.